Tonight, I want to speak to you on something that's very small but incredibly powerful. It will change your life if you learn to control it. It is called your tongue. Po- you know, just this once, just this once, this once and one time only in church. Po- poke your tongue out right now. I know you want to poke your tongue out at me. Have we got any? Have we got any um, Haka fans? You know, like all black Maori. <sighs> they do that thing. Can any of you actually do that? Jordan, can you do that? A Kamati, can you can you do it? Who thinks Jordan should do the Haka for us right now? All right, if if I get Teresa up with you, you would you do it? Because she could probably do it. I think uh, I reckon Kelvin. I just saw you know the Haka. I reckon you could probably come. Quick, three Kiwis. They're gonna get quick. Quick, come on, mate. Come on, quickly, Teresa. Teresa, come on up. Who thinks Teresa should come up here? It's her birthday tomorrow. So this is like a happy birthday. We don't normally have the Harker in church, but because it's Teresa's birthday, Josh, don't go pretending to be a Kiwi but not coming up and singing the Harker. Come on up here. Okay. It's a boy thing. Is it a boy? That's, it's a boy thing. All right, Josh, over here, just, just down the front here. Come on, Jordan, put on your big, your big uh, Auckland, you know, thing, what you do. Josh, what are you doing? Just come and make it up. Just come over here and make it up. That's all they seem to do. It's just like this and this and there and all that sort of stuff, right? Okay, okay. Teresa will be the person who yells out the words. Okay, all right. You, you, okay, Teresa from the top. Because so, we want to see your tongue at the end. That's, that's the whole important part. Come on. Yeah, uh, I'm serious. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Bernsey, I reckon you're like a, you're, you're hiding over there. Are you like, do you, do you barrack for the All Blacks, Bernsey? No, who do you barrack for, Bernsey? Oh, okay, Teresa, take it away. time and one time only in a Felinga, what the heck are you doing up the back there? Oh, looking after your baby, man. Hey, hey, what's going on with that? Jordan, well done, champ. You took one for the team. Give him a big clap. Kelvin, the whole lot. All right, that was all mostly just to highlight the tongue, okay, just that's what that was all about, and a, bit of, a little bit of fun. The tongue, let's, let's have a look at James in the Bible, James chapter 3, verse 2 to 5, and it says, indeed, we all make many mistakes, and that wasn't just one, I'm sure. For if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. Danielle's taken up horse riding this year. She's got a friend called Ben. That's a horse. She rides Ben. She, you know, pulls a little bit, turns him whatever way she wants, okay? And then it goes on and says, and a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go. Even though the winds are strong, in the same way the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. 
The tongue is a small thing. It's a small thing, but it can turn and change your life. If you, if we, I think we've got a photo of a uh, of a ship with a rudder. Can we put that one up there right now? This this is a giant ship, and that little tiny thing at the back is a rudder. And wherever that rudder turns, whatever direction that rudder goes, although it's so small, it's probably you know a percent or two percent of the overall ship in size. Is this me? Or just get rid of there we go. We've got that. All right. Just this. That's like this small, small rudder, the overall ship, and that thing can just turn. If it just turns one little direction, the whole massive ship will turn in a different direction. The pilot sits up there. Okay, I'm going to just flick this. Try that. All right, there are my earrings interfering with it, is it? I figured that's what it was. Didn't want to say. One, one little rudder. Okay, one little rudder. The pilot sits up there, says, how do we get this ship to go in that direction? Or I'll just turn the wheel or press the button, whatever it is, whether it's mechanical or whether it's manual, and that little tiny rudder will turn and the direction of the ship will change. Your life is going in the direction of your words. My life is going in the direction of my words. The power, the Bible says this, that death and life is in the power of the tongue. Death and life, the direction, my future, if you were to ask, if we were to go back in your past five years, we would probably get a little bit of an indication of where you are right now. The words that you've spoken, that you've believed in your heart and spoken out, and the words that other people have spoken over your life are very powerful. So the Bible talks about the, the absolute importance of getting a hold of our, of our tongue, getting control of the words that we say. They will direct our life. Now, this is fascinating to me because if we go back right to Genesis, there's a story in the Old Testament of a, at a place called Babel. And in this, this place called Babel, which ultimately became Babylon, okay, modern-day Babylon, or, or modern-day modern uh, in the middle of Iraq, was once called Babylon. And so that place, they had a, a group of people who decided, they all spoke the one language, that they were going to build a tower to heaven. They were going to reach to heaven. They were going to become great. And the Bible says God came down to look at that city and to look at the building. And in Genesis 11, verse 6 to 7, this is what God said. Look, he said, the people are united and they all speak the same language. After this, nothing they set out to do will be impossible for them. How crazy is that? Because they speak the same language, because they're going in the same direction, because the rudder of their ship is moving forward. And he was talking about the same uh, native tongue. Nothing's impossible for them. It makes me excited when I think this is one of the, the, the reasons we have the name United, uh, that we gather together as a church, because we, as we unite together, as we pray together, as we move in the same direction with vision, God, God works out of that place of being in unity. And I'm excited about uh, the United coming up in a few weeks we've made some decisions this week as a church board about our land that we own and our future land and an offer that we're going to make and so I want to talk about that at the coming United the, the land that we're going to make an offer for and a strategy for the future to build something awesome all right so but that's that's United United nothing will be impossible so then God says come let's go down and confuse the people with different languages 
they won't be able to understand each other. And so God came down and he caused different people to start speaking different languages and they could no longer communicate. Once they were speaking different languages, this, this is why they call the town Babylon. They began to Babylon. Uh, that's actually quite true, but it's a good dad joke at the same time, right? Okay, <laughs> so, so both. But they, they began, and so once they had all these different native tongues, they began to split up and go and take over the whole world. This is, this is where the, the world's population came from of speaking dif different languages because God put it in their mouth and they went, okay? Because he realized if they spoke the same language, they'd be unstoppable. Fast forward thousands of years to the day of Pentecost. And when God says now, Jesus has come and he's paid the price for all of our sin. He, he's, made a, he's, he's made this difference that we can all have a relationship with him and our lives can be radically transformed. He's died on a cross for us. And now God wants to transform the whole world. And he says, I'm gonna do it by birthing on one day that we call the day of Pentecost. And on the day of Pentecost, the church was launched. And God realized that if he wanted a church where nothing was impossible for them, he wanted to get them speaking the same language. So the Bible tells us in Acts chapter two, that what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them and everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them ability. They began to speak in unknown tongues. They began to speak in, in other languages. This whole thing that we call us as a Pentecostal church who believe that, that being baptized in the Holy Spirit is a separate experience to being born again where you get filled with the Holy Spirit and the marker of that is that you get a heavenly language. And so the reason, one of the reasons God gave it is he said, I want everybody to be speaking the same. I, I, well, this is quite fascinating to me. I, I think God, the, the, the reason that he, he immersed them and got them, their tongue immersed is that he realized the power of their tongue. So he wanted to, you know, I mean, I have a picture, you know, we have water baptisms down the front here. And I sort of have a, a picture of some people who get water baptized, but they leave their tongue up. Like, that don't, don't, I don't want to give my tongue over to God. I want to keep speaking the things that I'd like to speak rather than my tongue being immersed. I think the other problem is some people don't want their wallet to get baptized or immersed either. Two big issues that lots of people have, like, God, you can have my whole life, but not my money. God, you can have my whole life, but I want to be able to keep gossiping. I want to be able to keep criticizing. I want to be able to keep having my opinion and spouting it out to people. I want to be able to talk about when things go wrong uh, my way and I've, I'm offended at what somebody, somebody else did. Not that I'd say offended because we all know that's wrong as Christians, but I'd say I'm concerned. Just want to share a concern with you. Anyway, so some, sometimes just, you know, just saying, sometimes we need to get our whole body, including our tongue, immersed. And that's why I believe when God came with, a, with Pentecost and the power of the Holy Spirit, He came and He gave us a gift of tongues so that our tongue could be immersed in the Holy Spirit. Because if our tongue can get changed, then our whole life can get changed. If God, Holy Spirit, can get on my words, and if He can get on my tongue, if I can be so immersed and, and tongues of fire beyond me and give me a new language that maybe God could really transform the direction of my whole life if my tongue got immersed. It got immersed. A part of me, part of me would laugh and just say, let's have a tongue baptizing service here right now. You just go, but that would be just gross, really, wouldn't it? 
I'll be disgusting. So, so rather than that, let's have a baptism in the Holy Spirit experience for our church. So he comes and he baptizes. Now, it's interesting to me. You go, uh, what, what happened in that moment? Because the Bible, talk, really, it doesn't spell it out clearly, but as you study the Scriptures, you realize there's really three types of tongues. Three types of speaking in tongues, okay? And so uh, I've got some scriptures here. Um, the, 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 well, actually, not on this part. The, the first part is, a, is what the Bible calls um, the tongues of tribes or other tribes. So when they began, when they got filled with the Holy Spirit, and they were Jewish and they began to speak in other languages, there was people from other parts of the world and they could understand what they were speaking. So there were languages of tribes throughout the world that the Holy Spirit supernaturally gave them an ability to speak. Uh, some friends of mine were in New Zealand, actually, and they were praying in tongues. They, they were just praying, and they were connecting to God, they were praying to, to God, and a, a Maori lady came over, and it's like Kiwi night tonight, a Maori lady came over, and she began to cry. And they're like, what's going on? And they said, you are, you are calling forth our land to Christ in our native tongue. They, did, they had no idea what they were speaking, but as they were speaking in their heavenly language, God gave them the tongue of a known tribe. And that is one of the types of tongues. The Corinthians says, when, when someone comes into church and you speak in tongues, you, uh, God will reveal the secrets of their heart. So he can do it by them hearing your language. We don't realize what we're doing. I've heard of, of it in Arab nations where Christians have put um, worship music on that's played on airplanes. And on that, on that worship music, someone's singing in the spirit. They're spring, singing in tongue. And then when people of that nation get on, they hear God being glorified in their native tongue. That's, the superna that's one type of tongue. There's another type of tongue. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, though you have the tongue of an angel. The angel, uh, the tongue of an angel, angel in the Bible is always a messenger, though the word angel means to be a messenger. And so there is a type of tongue where God comes, it's not your normal language of speaking in tongues, but it's a type of tongue where God comes on a person, they begin to speak out in tongues, and, it's, and that's where the Bible says it's a message in tongues and it needs to be interpreted. And someone else will have the gift of interpretation and that, that, that um, language will go forward and a person will interpret and hear from God. That's a different types of tongue. That's the tongues of angels. And then there's your personal tongue, your, the tongue of, of you that God gives to you, your prayer language for you to speak to God. You don't understand it. The devil doesn't understand it. No one understands it. It's, it's not a language from around the world. It's your language to communicate with God. And that is a powerful thing. This is what I'm talking about right now. If you can understand that if God could immerse our tongues in His Spirit and then out of that transform the direction and focus of our language, then our lives could change, radically change direction. Rather than just going, well, I've always gone this way. It's always going to be this way. I'm always going to feel like that. My, here's the thing. Your emotions will follow your language. And lots of people are speaking words that are following their emotions. I feel like this, so therefore I speak it out. God says, I don't want you to be that kind of person. I want you to be the kind of person who speaks out where you want to go and let your feelings follow where you want to go. All right, so here's just three things about speaking in tongues. Well, oh, wow, there we go. We're having so much fun. Three things about it is, is this. I'll just, I'm going to help you with this. It's going to be one point here tonight, I'm imagining. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 4. Three things that happens when you speak in tongues. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. But he who prophesies edifies the church. He's talking about this language. When you speak in the heavenly language that God gives you, you and the word edify means build up, battery charge. 
This scripture to me, so if anyone ever says to you, oh, speaking in tongues is just a gift for some people, that would therefore mean that God only wants some people to be built up. Right? If you follow it through logically, if, if speaking in tongues is just for the, the, it's just a gift that some people get, then you would go, well, that's not fair. I don't get to build myself up in, my, in, in the Holy Spirit. I don't get to edify myself, but, every, but these other people get to edify myself. I believe if you study the book of Acts, that you understand that when, when the Holy Spirit immersed someone as a separate experience and they got filled with the Holy Spirit, four out of five times, the evidence was that they spoke with other tongues. It was like the sign, uh, and the other fifth time it doesn't tell us, it just says they could see something happening. So we, we get this idea that this, the tongues is the basic gift that God gives a person when they get baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's for everyone. If you're here tonight and you, uh, you've got a relationship with God, but you've never been baptized, never been immersed in the Holy Spirit, one of the keys to your future will be getting baptized in the Holy Spirit, getting the gift of tongues, getting your tongue immersed so that you can begin to see your life change. All right, so the first, so this, this, I love this. I start every morning by praying and speaking in tongues. I just, rababush, and this is what happens. I feel spiritual strength coming into me. I feel spiritual energy. I, I don't want to pray more often than not. More often than not, I don't feel like it. I don't feel pumped. I don't feel excited. I'm not with all the people at church. There's not big music. There's not big atmosphere. But I just go, you know what? I want spiritual energy. I want spiritual strength. I'm going to start. And I like to think of like this. However long I'm going to pray for, because I, I like to set that at the start rather than pray for how long I feel. So if I'm going to pray for 15 minutes, I'd like, I'll spend about a third to a quarter of time praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues. Because I like to get my spirit engaged with God, getting strong, getting built up. Does that make sense here tonight? The second thing that happens, and I'm just going to focus in on tongues and then we're going to, we're going to finish in, in a few minutes. The second thing that happens is that it says, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to man, but speaks to God. For no one understands him. However, in the Spirit, he speaks mysteries. Oh, this is awesome. This is seriously awesome. God has plans for you, the Bible says. An amazing future for you. A future so amazing that if you were to hear God tell you, you would probably, like Elizabeth, laugh in unbelief. And in fact, if you heard God tell you what his plans for you were, and he, he might be like, I'm not going to tell them what my plans are for them because they'll probably through unbelief start to sabotage that by speaking words that direct their ship in another direction. So he says, I'm not going to show you, but I'm going to give you a prayer language so that when you speak in tongues, you speak to me, but you actually speak the mysteries, the future, the potential, all of God's promises over your, your life. You're not just babbling on, baby. You are speaking your future in an unknown tongue in a spirit realm it's amazing i love it it's like oh okay shut up mama i want to i want to speak my future the devil can't even understand what i'm saying i don't no one understands god understands it's my personal prayer language i'm not just building myself up i'm speaking directly to god the mysteries of my future the mysteries of your future the mysteries of our church that's why i love it when we gather and pray we're speaking in tongues together in unity one language anything can happen when we speak one language is awesome that's the that's the second thing and then the third thing as the band comes up right now to help me the third thing is when we speak in tongues we speak not just mysteries not just edifying ourselves but we uh, uh, speaking in tongues is like the entry point level of the gifts it's it's the most basic of the of the, uh, the gifts of the holy spirit 
So Jesus, when he talked about what was going to happen in the future, he said in John chapter 7, verse 38, He that believeth on me, this is King James, old school, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly, this is the reason I use the King James Version, because others use the word heart, and it's not heart. It's out of his belly. That was a belly laugh. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. He that believeth on me, as the the scripture hath said. But this he spoke of the Spirit, which they had believed on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, and Jesus was not yet glorified. He's saying the Holy Spirit's going to come. He's going to immerse in you, fill you, and then you're going to find a spiritual life will flow up from the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. See, you're like, John, I feel a bit dry in my spiritual walk. Here's, Here's the key. Speak in tongues. Get the river flowing on the inside. Get the river flowing. Get the river flowing. Get the river flowing. You'll find, here's what happens, because it's, the, the tongues is the entry point for the gifts of the Spirit. You'll find, then, you want to prophesy, and the Bible says the prophecy is the, the most powerful of the, of the nine gifts of the Spirit because it edifies and builds up other people. Speaking in tongues edifies me, but if you want to prophesy, the primer, the starter, for the gifts of the Spirit, the gifts of healing, the gifts of prophecy, the gift of miracles, all of that is, this, is speaking in tongues. Let the rabba and suddenly I'm praying in the Spirit, but now I'm starting to know things. I'm starting to see things. I'm starting to become aware of things. I'm starting to interpret my own tongue. I'm starting that something of God is beginning to get released into my life. This is why Christianity is not boring. It's the most exciting journey on planet Earth when the Holy Spirit's bubbling up inside of me. God's preparing me for amazing things that He wants to do in my life. And it flows out of His Spirit. I, I wanted to talk about the power of praise and I wanted to talk about the power of speaking the Word of God, but we're going to get, just going to stop here at tongues here tonight. The gift of tongues. The gift of tongues. Uh, my prayer is that your tongue would be continually immersed in the Holy Spirit so that you, you are speaking life over you, over your friends, over your family, over your church, over, over your future. You're speaking life. And I believe the starting point of that is the gift of the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues. Church, we can stand to our feet together right now. This is what we're going to do for, for 60 seconds. If you have a spiritual language where you've been filled with God's Holy Spirit and you have a prayer language, I want you to, for, for 60 seconds to pray in tongues. Uh, I, I really, I want him to prime you to make it a daily habit that you will just continue to live a life, that all of us would live this life of speaking in tongues. If you don't speak in tongues, but you'd like to get the gift of, of tongues, you'd like to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit, what, uh, when we close the service, I'm going to get you to come and stand down the front and we're going to pray for you. But together right now, can we just begin to pray in the Holy Spirit, building ourselves up. Building ourselves up. Let the, the roar of the Spirit, the roar, building ourselves up. Rivers of living water flowing, bubbling up, bubbling up, bubbling up, bubbling up, strong. The power of God flowing in this place. The power of God flowing in this place. 
The power of God flowing, the power of God flowing. The power of God flowing. and stronger. Speak mysteries. Come on, prophesy in your future by speaking the mysteries. The power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, lift your hands to God right now, right across this place. Lift them high to heaven. Father, I pray that you would come and fill us with your Holy Spirit, that every person in this place would be filled, filled with the Spirit of God. Signs and wonders would follow each one of us. Miracles would be normal. We'd have insight into the realm of the Spirit that only comes through the Holy Spirit filling us. Strengthen and encourage your people, I pray tonight. Bless us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you guys. We love you guys.